Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network. It's begging me, baby, me, that you could be so cruel. I thought that it was cool. It's acting like a fool. I'm supposed to understand. Every Wednesday, listen up to Searching for Clay Huxtable podcast, dating, flirting, relationships, and sex. All right, welcome back. This is episode 17, Searching for Clay Huxtable. We're in the new Detroit is Different studios, and we got some guest favorites here with us today, Maceo. Maceo, how you feeling? I'm feeling all right. What yes, up, though? Yes, yes, yes. All right, this episode is one that's been on the uh, waiting list for a long time. It's the side chick episode and Maceo already we have the sister podcast of what's coming up for searching for Claire Huxtable but let's get without any further to do to this introduction we live in a society where men having a side chick also referred to as a mistress if married happens way too much to some men being in a relationship without a side chick it's like eating a meal without having something to drink yes it can be done but not as enjoyable. Sometimes it's a, the part of a woman chooses to play. The other times it's a role given to them and they have to deal with it. No matter what society's opinion of a side chick, there are plenty of women who are going along with this dynamic. With potential TV shows like The Real Side Chicks of Charlotte, custom t-shirts promoting the behavior, even the existence of side chicks, Ten Commandments, and a side chick contract. It would lead one to believe that this role is not only embraced, but welcome. So let's discuss some of the reasons why a woman may choose or be chosen for this role in a man's life. Yes, yes. No, no. All day. <laughs> All right, we have Ebony and Shari here with us today. How y'all feeling? I'm doing okay. How are you? Everything is everything. Maceo. What up, though? Again, hey. And you know who's going to start this whole thing off? The woman that ain't spoken as of yet. Ebony, kick us off with this whole thing. I spoke. You didn't even introduce Shari. It's cool. You got it. Shari said, what's up? Go ahead, okay. big fella. What do you want me to say? About <laughs> oh, we definitely pieces. just giving you an open realm for the, to review. Yeah, pop it off. Agree. Pop it off. Just speak on it. I really just want to know why they're necessary. Because in almost... I think all but one of my relationships, they've existed, and not me as the side piece. So this topic is real <laughs> sensitive for me today. <laughs> all right, all right. Why do y'all feel like y'all need side pieces? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay, let's get, into, let's, let's get into probability and statistics. All right, so you do agree that there are way more women than men on earth. Okay. Oh, that's the obvious way. Where are right. we going with so, that? Atlanta so, question? Wait, can so, we see the sign so behind it? In I'm, Atlanta. I would like to prove. 
Okay, all right. So since there's more women than men, and every woman wants a man, so how's that going to happen? So you saying that the extra women are chasing the men? No, what we're trying to say okay, is because there are more it's the available the women than available men, then does probability and statistics ever come into play? No. 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 Okay, so so you just think that it's supposed to be women that are just supposed to accept the fact that they won't have a man because it's probably like two to one men to women versus a woman accepting that she's going to be a side now, piece. I, 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 but I mean, no, no, it's no. Sharing the argument Karen. that you're trying to make is ridiculous. No, right it's now. it's actually it's <laughs> it's actually real. Okay, I mean because it's 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 a resource that women want. They want a man. Um, okay. Wait a minute, are you speaking you, on behalf of the society? You sound like you're speaking on behalf of society. Who are you speaking on behalf of society's perception? Society itself. It, there are more yeah. women than men. Okay, right? women want men, okay. And because they want a man, and it's more women than men, I mean, have you ever thought about the possibility of, like, you know, the same way, like, uh, I guess it's like, you know, renting? As what? opposed to no. buying. Like somebody renting my man? Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, think about it. Okay. He already but has so, an owner. You think it's okay just for certain women to just live a life of just being by themselves without a man then? If she chooses to. No, but that don't mean she's she entitled to your man. Exactly. Exactly. It's not enough. Exactly. It's not enough men. That's not my problem. That's not my problem. But it can easily be you too. But this is the thing though. Like, Jordans are exclusive, right? And they only put so many of them out. If you're not there to get one, you just don't get one. Okay, no, but Jordans aren't like the resource of a man because it ain't too women <laughs> really want to have a man. Right? Really so what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is the whole idea of it is like, you know, I just think that the way society is set up is so many women, very few men, men are more of a commodity. I mean, it's. I'm saying this is no different than there being so many men, or so or so many people on earth who want Jordans, and they're such a hot commodity, and you can't have them all. Do you go around renting your Jordans out and be like, "Hey, give them back"? They go around stealing them. You could. They do go around. They do go around stealing them. It's a lot of time, but they don't go around sharing them. They don't go around sharing them, though. It's a lot of time. It's not three people to one pair of shoes. You telling me it's it's been a lot of homeboys that be like, "Yo, I'm about to rock your joints because you know I'm about to go to the club and I want to make sure." And they end up with athletes. Fuck. That's what you want to say, but (laughs) men men have men have timeshare many a possession. That translates to something different when you share a whole lot. So what I'm trying to say is the whole concept of there are so many women on earth. I mean, I just think that it just leads to the whole concept of side chick. I don't even is it know if we should em- embrace it. it. What but why it? does it have temptation? to be the side chick? Why can't it just be y'all are casually dating? Why does it have to be I have my exclusive situation, my girlfriend, my wife, or and then I have my thing on the side? Why you can't just be dating multiple people? Why does it have to be... Because I feel why like commit? Why put yourself in a committed relationship right. if you still want to date around? Right. Okay. Because that. at the opportunity when you meet woman A, main chick, you meet main chick. Everything is well. But is she main chick by definition or by circumstance? Is she main chick because I mean, she's the only knows? person you see, right. or you let's gave her say, the title? Right. Let's say. Right. Let's say. Let's say all of the above. So let's go down circumstantial main chick. Circumstantial main chick may be you know. Everything is happening, and this is the woman that you see the most. You probably exactly. have sex with her the by most. default. Remember, and we used to say by that by default, you end up by... with 
main chick by default. You're not interacting with many other women. Right. Things are going on in your life. It's you're in a place where actually the ratio of women to men, especially if like I mean I, I like black women exclusively. So if you're in a place where it's few black women, then chances <laughs> are you're gonna definitely have the opportunity to have a main chick and have uh, not deal with any infidelity. That's not going to be a problem. But you move from St. Paul, Minnesota to Atlanta. Now it's way more black women and way few black men. And, and then also when we get into the black dynamic, it's a lot of gay men. It's a lot of men, men in, in jail. It's a lot of dead men. So it's even like probably five to one black women to black available men that could be dated 25 and up. So, and so that even makes more black reason, men feel like... No, they no, can do whatever they want. They should have five to one. Hey, exactly. It's hey, it's like it's because like they're there. It's it like makes you feel like it's like it's one of me. I should get at least five women what? at all hey, times. Exactly. During the recession, it was people with PhDs working at Best Buy. And IT because you know what why? Does that have to do Be- apples because to it's the same thing. Because due to the Wait. unemployment rate. And it was a high unemployment rate, and it was very few jobs. The guy with the IT degree no. was selling you. So you no. said no. you're talking no. about so somebody who already has a job getting a part time job. You're not talking about somebody that's unemployed taking a job that's, and that's beneath exactly their skill set. That's how it is with black women. It's not that many available jobs. So to timeshare it is probably a smarter thing, and it ends up happening Wait anyway. Wait a minute. Wait. It sounds like you are. <clears throat> excuse me. Either you are promoing. Um, Side chickness. Yeah, you well, are promoting that. Know it sounds like you promoting that. It goes like, for the multiples. Yeah. Yeah. A variety because there's more women than me. I'm just going at linear logic here. Okay. Let's let's start around the table. Okay. Right. Shari. Yes. Have you ever been a side chick? To your knowledge. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, it's two types of side. Yeah, you it's blind side, meaning yes. that she didn't know she was a yes. side, and then it's explicit side. Most women have I never think, been explicit side. I don't side. think Shari has It generally ever is blind side. Ver- I don't think she's ever voluntarily accepted the role of side chick. I well, think every woman's follow- been a side chick. Then. I'm not saying that. I okay. said, that's why I said, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why you said in the intro a role that's been given to you or a role that you chose. She doesn't strike me as the one, as a type of, neither, neither of them strike me as the yeah. type of women that would accept this role. I appreciate so. that. I appreciate it also. Um, and you're correct. Did not accept that role. In hindsight, though, looking back at situations and how they played out, um, being my fallout with certain guys and what their situation was after our fallout, mm-hmm. I believe that I was a side chick. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I'm guessing that you found out that you were a side chick. I think you just said it. Like, uh, it may be in a roundabout way. Christmas. Threw my rhythm off. Right. So, cause you well, was no, like, but you, you know you what? To your point. On the 24 no. From the 26. <laughs> to your point. But and that's why I uh, said in retrospect, because while it was going on, and we've talked about this before, Macy, like, not allowing yourself to be treated less than. Right. And so while it was going on, we were spending holidays together and I was talking to him all the time. So it kind of was in my mind, like 
when does he do? Right. Whatever. When does he have time? Right. When does you he know, do whatever? That's generally whatever how he's the works. question. Right. When does he do whatever? So works. it never made me. I never questioned him. I never had right. a reason to. He he never made me feel any type of way. Were about y'all what in we an were, exclusive relationship? We were supposed to be. Okay. But. So, you Clearly, were under the impression. You were under the impression that y'all were exclusive. Yes. Okay. Now, exclusive meaning in a committed relationship, or exclusive as we're just going to see each other, and nobody else. Exclusive as part. in exactly. That's where it gets tricky. Exclusive as in we're only dealing with each other sexually. We actually weren't having sex for that entire period. Okay. Okay. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna bust you out. Keep it real. Right. He, well, no. Keep her on track. And again, in retrospect, like. All things considered, nothing about this situation made sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, and to put this in perspective, me and him stopped talking maybe at the end of December, like after Christmas, after the holidays. And Sounds about right. When they break up. And in June. <laughs> ready for that spring. The following June, he was engaged. Like six months later, June? Six months later, June. Oh, hey, yeah. you never know. Head over no, here. No, hell no. Wait. No. That shit no. pre that was a pre existing no. Did I just take you somewhere, Ebony? Yes. I <laughs> relationship. <laughs> pre existing relationship. Absolutely. Okay, so um okay, so you found out post relationship. How do you feel now? Did now that you look at it like when you discuss it now, it seems like you you see in hindsight, you know, it's twenty twenty and so you see the warning signs and you say, Okay, you know what, yeah, that was a trigger or that's where it was kind of flaky. Um, are you do you see you know, beyond, you know, when, when a guy is trying to, you know, approach you and date you and things like that, do you see all the signs that he, he's, you know, already seeing somebody or do you see he's looking for a side chick, something else on the side? Um, as far as signs, that, uh, you can never be too sure. You never look at, like, have you ever noticed, because of your experience, and I'll ask you that too, he, it's like the, the pattern of behavior. You well, gotta that's what see I'm the saying. signs. Like, I didn't you go feel like it, there it was. Like you, you know why? You know why it's hard to see? Because it goes back to what I said anyway. Because there's oh so many God. women. We're already. We already are in that world where, as men, we interact with more women than women interact with men. So it's almost like to notice the sign. It, it's it's it already no, exists. It's hard to notice the signs because while you're because in it, it's hard to notice the signs because we already are interacting with multiple women. No. So you're saying that because but that's the maybe norm. Maybe on a platonic yes. level, but not so we're not. On the intimate we don't. We I'm trying to follow what you're saying. We're, we can't dif- differentiate, or we don't feel threatened until it has already happened. What I'm trying to say is, you, it's like the whole idea of exclusivity is a concept that generally doesn't exist, possibly till marriage. So if it were ever presented. What? Or given to you, you wouldn't even know how to recognize it. Wait. Wait, what? What? What are you saying? Are you saying nobody is exclusive? I'm trying to say there's so is- many women compared to men that the options exist way more for men than women. All right, all right. We had a huge error in our first live recording where everything died on us. So we starting fresh, searching for Claire Huxtable once again. And it is it is in full effect. The mic is back in and uh and one of the best people's hands, Karima. We in Karima's spot right now, Late Petite Zinc. I am not hearing myself. Okay, there we go. 
and enjoy yourself. Wow. And enjoy different things. Macy, how you feel? I feel good. I feel good. I know. It was already getting heated. We I know. Had, I it, had it a good lather going, man. About, uh, about Jay-Z. It's and excellent. then it went into a discussion about uh, all types of different stuff. Check the video footage. I know. Check the video. Right. Brandon it's got true. the tape. He's it's like, true. Uh, Brandon like Those old are, dog in Medicine Society. He got the tape. Those are like the outtakes, right. the things that didn't exactly. make it. Yeah. So this looked like Kane when he was whooping your ass. All right, so it's it's a couple different points. Let's get let's get some points from different people about what we, already was discussed. We, we were in the Go. middle. We were in the throes of discussing how a man can use the women in his life for emotional work and be telling a woman like, oh, we're going to get married. I'm going to, you know, alluding to um, a deeper intimate connection that he don't really want, but he, he needs in the moment to get some sort of like emotional fulfillment, uh, yeah. but not really. It's he don't physical. really want. You know, you think it's more physical? It's, it is physical. You watch but a couple episodes but, of Queen Sugar. But it's real. Yeah, it's I mean, like, but this is leaf. but this is the <laughs> this leaf. is the difficulty in the, in the whole conversation about physical, the the dynamic of sex because some people will swear up and down. Oh, my emotions don't get caught up. It's just sex for me. It's just this, and they're lying to themselves. They're, men or the women. They they get the both men and women because the reality is, is men men and women we are more alike than we are different that's the reality so there is this way that like people lie to themselves in these relationships and use one another for emotional fulfillment sometimes it's even more painful than they may be willing to admit their their own emotional need okay right and so we were when Kari's computer refreshed we were in the middle of this conversation about how men um, in the throes of passion will allude to some, some, you know, some dynamics that aren't really going on in the relationship yeah. and leave a woman out there emotionally vulnerable and looking, you know, with expectations. Yeah. Deceptive. They were deceit, motherfucking lies. lies. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, yeah. tell me this though. I want to know when a man is forthcoming, about what type of relationship that he wants. Okay, you going into a relationship, well, not really a relationship, a situationship or a friendship. You meet a guy and you like the guy. And you say, okay, this guy's cool. And you exchange numbers, you start talking, and then you go out a couple times and you like this dude and you want to pursue things. And he tells you, well, I'm really not looking for anything serious. At that point, and I've said this before, why don't you be like, you know what, okay then, deuces. But most women be like, well, I mean, he is cute. He is nice. It's something to do. I'm bored. Fuck it. And then it's like when you say that. Definitely lying to themselves. Right. And it's like you put yourself in a position. And then a lot of men, they hope that you say that. They hope that you do that. Because you consent. And they'll try, you consent and then, at like, that point. And then like you said, Karima, they'll continue. And like Wade said They too. actually need for you to do that. That's the realness. That's like when you're having a real relationship and you're being honest. Because again, like the whole, everybody said, you can't love anyone else until you love yourself. So right. you can't be honest with anyone else until you're honest with yourself. And there should be no attraction to a man who's like, I don't really want anything emotional. And you need an emotional right. connection you in your partner. So, so that's, that's work so for a woman women, to do, for sure. So why don't more women, and Wade's like, man, it's not that black and white, and women ain't wired like that. But I'm saying, why don't you just walk away? Because at that point, you, you can't be emotionally invested, or you can't be so emotionally invested that you can't just sever ties and just be like, all right, cool. I and then that. it's like, you can't just text me and be like, let's go out, because you know I'm looking for something different. 
So if I say, okay, we can go out, and then he going to throw on a charm, throw on a charm, and do what he need to do to reel you back in, and then you be like, oh, my God. And then you be like, why don't this guy act right? Well, maybe I should. And then the challenge comes in. Well, maybe I could change him. Or maybe it's because he thought I was this, that, and the other. You know? I think that's what it is. I think women, we fool ourselves, right? So we say we want someone to be honest with us and say it up front. And there are some women who can hear that and they'll be like, okay, well, sir, right. it's nice to meet you. Uh, have a nice life. Right. And then there are many of us who are not like that, who will stay in a situation, but I like them. And as time goes on, maybe things will change. Right. Maybe, you know, I'm so fucking awesome. Right. That he is going to change his And that's mind. real. For me. Right. Because this I'm that This kind of goes back to like one of the original points I was making, but I'll just... Go ahead. I mean, shit. Because they didn't... Yeah, anyway. please. Go, go, go. Hook us up, Car. Hook us up. Put us on. Put us on, bro. Scarcity. <laughs> and so you, you're saying that, that the oh. scenario she just described is born out of the scarcity that you were talking about? No. I'm saying that you'll His be advantage willing... advantage is because of... You the, will be more willing to accept something because, because of scarcity that you generally would not accept. Because is that true, ladies? So you're going to go by no name when you, can, when you really want the name brand. But because there's only a few of the name brand left and a whole bunch more than no name, you're saying yeah. you're going to be like, well, fuck I it. Dis- I disagree with that because I don't think that men are as scarce as we say. The numbers, definitely, the numbers don't lie. There are more of us than there are of you. But we've talked about this as the three of us, at least, that I don't have a problem finding a man. Honestly, so the reason why I might stay when there's a guy who, you know, is like, oh, I don't want a relationship, but you cool, though, is because, honestly, I, I, I want to be up for that challenge. Like, I am putting myself in that position, and I know that I am. It's not because I'm like, oh, well, if I don't date him, then who else will I date? Like, right. that's not the question. When I say yeah. the scarcity, it's just like jobs. It's not necessarily, there are jobs out here. But it's the you qualifications qualify? I of say it. that all the time, so, don't I? So, yes. it's, so the scarcity but isn't... I'm not condoning is, what he's saying. Are there, <laughs> I'm just saying. Are there men? It's are there men that qualify, qualify. under what you already deem yes. as qualified? Now, I, I say that. I say that especially because so many of my friends, peers, whatever, they're always like, man, fuck it, I'm out of Michigan. I'm out of here. Fuck Michigan. Fuck Detroit. It ain't no jobs. And I'm like, yo, well, do you qualify for the jobs that are available? That's the question because it's a, pl- it's a whole bunch of jobs out here. So in your field of expertise, do you qualify for those jobs? Are you a top candidate in your field of expertise? Because if not, you can't be mad if it's a whole bunch of these type of jobs and you've never worked in that field or you don't qualify for it. You can't say it ain't no jobs. You're going to take your ass somewhere you can be in mad. Carolina. You can and- be mad. People should give you a chance. Huh? <laughs> and that's what ends up happening when that guy stays around with the... I don't want nothing serious. You give the I don't want nothing serious a chance because he fits a lot more of the qualification. Yeah. Or there's, that there, there's, that there's a happen. greater emotional need that's overriding all that information. I mean, that's, that's part of like when I'm... Or, you know, sometimes people want to be held at night. Loneliness. Some people, people, some people don't want to sleep alone. People, some yes. people, you know, that's the part about, like, Shit. the sexual like connection. There are other things going on so than, just, than just, yeah. Intimacy. Intimacy. For sure. Especially when yeah. it's, it's something that you can return to. That you can, yeah. you can build so upon. And you can, I, I get that. It's, but, but 
everything that y'all saying, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but do y'all understand you are settling against your better judgment or what you really want deep down inside? Because you know what you really want, but those things that Karima are saying that you experienced, they override that. Some so people you don't you want settle. a man either. There are women out here that like really don't want a man. I told Way that. And what Wei, do they want? I don't, down, I don't know like, that. They I don't, don't exist. Way said they don't exist. I've, I I've, say they I've, exist. I've bumped into it, but they 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 are women that have. It's it's sort of like I don't. It's sort of like men. It's sort of like men that 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 say they want the intimacy over so, sex. So you don't believe that exists. I don't either. For men? Oh, I really got to hear this. You don't believe that exists? Men it's, don't want intimacy, it's, it's, intimacy it's, over sex? It's, 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 it, it, I've heard the statement, but I don't you see don't it in action. You don't believe it? Oh, no, I believe that. So this is interesting, Kari, because like, really since I've been in Detroit, that's been something that's hit me hard is a lot of women who just kind of like fuck men. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That ain't because lesbians. They, because they've been conditioned... But, Due to the environment, but I'm saying, I mean, that means that women exist who really don't give a fuck a about, like they they just not I interested. Told you, we now, I didn't I say, we some I of didn't the say that you don't. I didn't people. say that the, the intimacy has no value. Yes. Right. I just we, said that I don't know a man that wants intimacy over. We're not friendly. Really, we're introverts. I, I have a we, hard time with the w- women. There are women that don't want men. I I mean, there are women who don't want men technically, who might want women things of that nature, but I have a hard time with <laughs> subscribing to women don't want men. So you say what that a, is what, true. What women a, do. Every woman wants a man? I think so, and I think every woman that says that they don't want a man is because she's given up, not because she doesn't actually want some type of companionship or relationship. Sure, or and there's a lot like of that. women who are hurt yeah. and look Trauma. at it like, Trauma. I don't ever want a man in my space anymore. Yeah, but I don't even temporary. think that they still, no, I don't even temporary. think that they really so. even feel that Trauma's way. I think they're, that they're, they're waiting they're, for somebody no, to seriously, come save them I'm telling from you, their, I'm telling you, yeah, there are women out here yeah. that like really don't want a man in their space. Because they're afraid to have a man in their space. Yes. They've been hurt. Right. Wait. I hear what you're saying. I take your point. But Karima, on that point, yeah. It's like what well, there, there are women who, got, who have like given everything to a man, well, you know, the black gotten fucked up, and they don't, like, they, they don't, don't want exist. it. But they I, I, I still Trauma, think that that has they, to do with the fear of that engagement. It's not certainly. that they don't want it at all. They want okay. it at a point. But now they don't want to do that because they getting sick and sold a dream. Yeah, I need vulnerable. a machine to do this job because I'm getting sick well, of people coming in. It's not just that. It's not just that. Not I have a lot of girlfriends that are coming to me right now, and they're like, "I just can't stand it." They, they, the, the, having to like swallow as much as women do in society out here in the world, you know, from men that interrupt, that correct you, that. You know, I'm just in their daily lives and their work lives have right. to like fucking cope. Like how we, you know, True. as black people cope with racism and white supremacy, women are coping with, you know, this sort of male privilege and mm-hmm. patriarchy. We, we are coping with that in our daily lives. And I'm, I'm, have a, I'm having quite a few girlfriends turn into me. And one of them just came out. She just had her first lesbian experience. Like, because I, I just can't... Stomach what? men anymore. So men are turning men me are the fuck turning off. Women. Wait, 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 wait. Men, men, men okay, wait, are wait, turning wait, 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 wait. women off. I, I understand Karina, that. On, but that's real. I'm just but, telling but, you, but, real talk. Women have been shit. like, they're done. And see things your way and keep it on the down low. 
listen app to search for Clay Huxtable podcast. Dating. All right. Floating, once again, once again, back in the Detroit is different studios. It's your man Way Maceo. What's happening? What up, though? All right, we are back for another Searching for Claire Huxtable. It's a late night hour, and we got somebody special in the house. Armani, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thank you very much. You feeling great. That's good to know. That's good to know. And she actually is kicking off with a very interesting topic. This is a seasoning spin on something we've already discussed and we've (laughs) covered, but we're going into another level with this discussion. So, Maceo, what are we going to be talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about our side chicks necessary mm, in a relationship. Interesting. And this was actually something uh, that was brought up from guests in the building. Armani wanted to bring this up. Why, what, what made you uh, even want to ask this question and uh, explore this for our listeners and uh, primarily female listeners? Um. Well, honestly, I've noticed recently that um, just like on social media, uh, reality shows, there has been a lot of uh, backlash against side chicks. And I wanted to, I, you know, I, I, I hear I hear all the all the the shit that females talk and I understand why they're against side chicks. But I feel like um, being a side chick myself, that I understand why we are necessary i understand what we bring to the dating game i understand um why men want and need side chicks and um i feel like there needs to be a a a positive spin there needs to be a voice for side (laughs) chicks because we just i think we get a, a really unfair shake and we exist for a reason and um i just think females need to really they need to learn they need to learn why we are here they need to learn why we're here to stay and um they just really need to i don't want to say respect us but they need to respect the purpose why we exist yes all right so many questions this is definitely going to be a very interesting interesting show i'm pretty sure a lot of our female listeners have already said i will be catching the next episode but if you stick with us through this journey we will explore this in depth find out the current status of the side relationship and really is any relationship main or is any relationship side what is time how do you value it we're going to explore all of this but before we get into everything with that we're going to get into you know the classic new segment but we're going to put a different spin on this new segment okay you know we're going to kick everything off armani you can pick a letter a B or C? Uh, Let's go with C. Ah, okay. So, now what you're going to be selecting from these famous TV black dads is who would you rather be a side chick with? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. All right, so coming up first, you got Chris Gardner. That's Will Smith from Pursuit of Happiness. We already know what he was going through with the whole situation. You know, he was a man inspired to uh, change the world, change some things. And he uh, ran into some problems. Said wife at the time kicked him out. Ain't that something? Ain't that that? something? Tandy Newton? Pursuit Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All All right. right. Then you got also Cleo McDowell, the good old McDowell's restaurant from Coming to America. Uh, James, 
Evans, as most people refer to him as, you know, an entrepreneur, uh, started his own franchise right there in the heart, in the heart of where you need to be, in the heart of Queens, being a, a industrious man right there. And as we talk about industrious men, we got George Jefferson as well. <laughs> Moved on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky. So I'm pretty sure a side would have like what? Like uh, some, some kick down furniture or like what? What would what would probably happen? Free cleaning, for, yeah, free cleaning, <laughs> free cleaning, pocket money, yeah, pocket money, <laughs> all of that stuff. Anything Wheezy didn't want, and also Carl Winslow, Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Um, oh shit! <laughs> these are the dads you can choose to side up with. Who are you picking, Armani? I am definitely going to have to go with uh, Will Smith's character. Mm. Why, why do you choose Chris Gardner? But a homeless guy? Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? Hold on. You know what? This is <laughs> no, because let me let me explain. Would you let him? Would you let him move in with his kid? You know what? Let me let me let me explain. Okay, yeah, and I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna 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 work backwards. And okay. I'm gonna tell you, um, this is the this is the the misconception a lot of women have about side chicks. A lot of women assume that um, you become a side chick because he uh, of what you can get from him and that's where a lot of women go very very wrong um the the last three men that you named they were all for the most part successful um carl winslow had a very supporting very loving wife um men that are generally happy in their marriages and they they're they're getting all their needs met they're not looking for a side chick um, George Jefferson, same thing. He was, for the most part, portrayed as somebody that was very happy. Wheezy was an amazing wife. She was supportive. She loved him. They had a good friendship. Right. Um, so when you when you look at it that way. Wait, wait. But didn't she hire Florence? That that was line stepping. Who Florence? Uh, a man. Didn't Wheezy? Didn't Wheezy hire Florence? How, actually, I believe he did in order well, to he help was, her not he have so much. Him. I mean, that was a luxury. I mean, when you have a woman and you want to provide her with the luxuries, you, you do what you need to do to make her happy. You want to take things off of her plate. Right. Okay. Um, so the reason I picked Will Smith is because in the movie, if we're going based off of the character in the movie. Yep. His wife, she was tired. Um, Looking. She, she, was, she, was, she was struggling along with him. And she got to a point where she no longer supported his vision. She no longer supported his dream. She no longer supported um, what it was he was trying to do to support the family. So she kind of moved from the wife, if you will, almost to being his enemy. And a lot of men, not all, but if you, if you speak to a lot of men that end up with a side chick, one of the first things you're going to hear them say is the main she didn't support me. Um, didn't we weren't. Believe in we, we didn't believe in it. We weren't friends. There was no. There was no friendship. There was no connection. Hmm. Um, and, and and that's where, like I said, a lot of women they get it wrong, and that's where side chicks come in. Men across the board, they need somebody to support them. They need somebody to believe in them, and it's not necessarily about stroking their ego. It's more so about who doesn't want to feel needed. Yeah, me and Who doesn't want to feel like exactly necessary? Mm -hmm. So there becomes a point, and I think in a lot of marriages where women kind of lose sight of that. And not that all men will go get a side chick when that happens, but the ones that do, that's what they're lacking, and that's what they're looking for. 
And they don't just, most of them, they don't just go find any side chick. They're not out here just fucking random women just because when it's a woman who has longevity, meaning they've been seeing each other for a long period of time. Nine times out of ten, that man starts to love that woman. He falls in love with her. They become friends. He needs her. It's not about him just wanting to be with her. He needs her. She is providing him something that his wife is not providing. And I just feel like women, they really, they, they miss that. And so the other part of it is that a lot of women, they refuse to take any type of ownership and their husband's cheating. Okay. Now, I can just only imagine all of our, uh, many of our women listeners that were right now at work typing along to the keyboard that feel like meeting you in person and uh, having a shouting match. That, hey, but for it's many, real though. For, me, for many points that she just brought up, and she got in-depth on our segment and opened up a, a, a whole gateway. Yeah. So... Go a little bit further. Um, what I mean by that is, no, you cannot, a, a, a wife, a woman, girlfriend, whoever, you can't control a man. You can't control his actions. You cannot control his behavior. However, I think it's very naive of us as women to believe that we don't play a role in a how he responds and how he reacts. And a man's cheating. And, a, and a man, when it comes to a man being unfaithful. Um, and let me just add that I was married for 12 years. Me and my ex-husband were together for 14 years, had three kids together. And my ex-husband was unfaithful to me throughout most of our marriage. Um, and now that we are divorced, looking back on it, I honestly, I, I don't want to say I'm thankful to him for it, but I learned a lot. He taught me so much. <laughs> Um, he taught me a lot about what it means to my role and why he did what he did. Um, and as hard as it was for me to sit down and listen to him tell me the things that he told me about myself, I had to. I had to accept responsibility. This man wasn't just making this stuff up out of the blue. This was his experience. And I couldn't tell him, no, you're wrong. Right. No, that didn't happen. Yeah. If that's what that man's experience was, that's what it was. Right. And I had to accept that. I had to take that in and do a self-check and say, okay, what is it that I wasn't giving you? What is it that you felt was lacking? What is it that you needed from me? What is it that I could have done more of or less of? And, um, and it's just, it's a, a just, lot of women don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to accept that. And they don't want to, in in, in, yeah, like absolutely said, not. Accept absolutely their role. Not. They think that it's, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to get into percentages, but it's a very high percentage that he did that shit on his own. Correct. Cause, just cause arbitrarily he ain't shit or he must, he must not have been shit. Exactly. So that's why he did it. Exactly. But never, you know, accepting their role and or responsibility or culpability. Okay. A lot of us, you know, say I'm a good woman. I'm a good woman. I'm a good woman. Okay, you're a good woman according to who? I said. Well, I thought that that wasn't what I said. That is not what I said. He was coming on the line. I'm paraphrasing. Hold on, he paraphrasing. I know what you said. He said this is going to be a friends with benefits with no promises. It's going to be what it be. When that agreement came, and then we said, then we said, then I asked. The agreement came later. I know, but but I said. 
And then Maceo said, well, you know, what's going to be what it's going to be till it plays so far. And then I was like, That's I'm pretty asked. sure he something had to have come on the table along the way to change, to change the, the dynamics. Yeah, exactly. The agreement had to have been that. Oh, the so y'all got, really in a goddamn relationship. Feelings got involved at some point, of and course. And that's what we said. Yeah. And that's exactly. all we that, that's But Okay, so, but again. So now the dynamics of the relationship has changed. Expectations have changed. Yeah. Promises, the initial promises of nothing being promised has been broken. But there was that no, original agreement. Exactly. Yes. Uh, the first agreement was it's when like, he met you, it was like, physical. It's like, uh, the, what did that shit right. like, come on, I mean, the poison but, fruit? But, it's like, but it's, that's it's all like, you can give somebody when you first meet them. When you, when you first meet somebody, you don't know what the tree, you know what the fuck I'm talking when about. When you it's first like, meet somebody, you don't know what it's going to be. You have no idea what it's going to be. But you accepted those terms. We don't know what it's going to be, but you have an idea because life experience. I was okay with us just seeing each other. Right then. Right then. Right. It didn't but we, change. But it did not change because one person said, okay, I expect this and now I want this from you and I need you Somebody to Somebody up to Annie. No, it, it, we mutually, when I say we... At the same time? We, Somebody had to initiate. No, we, it was, when I say the shit was mutual, I mean it was mutual. It's At the never, same, y'all just he, woke up together like, you thinking what I, I'm thinking? When I, there are no... <laughs> <laughs> you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, nigga, I'm thinking what you thinking. We gonna do it's, this shit? I oh yeah, we're gonna do this shit. <laughs> no, I no. Neither neither one of us Fuck. ever came to the table and said, "Okay, now I want more. I want something more from you. Now I want it to be this or I want it to be that." I swear to you, that conversation you has know what? never taken place. Now he place. got a relationship with a he got a he got a he got a fucking girlfriend with a wife on the side. But let me basically. Okay, so what you said? You asked me. You said you wanted to know the dynamic of their relationship. Yeah, please okay, explain now the dynamics on, of their marriage. But keep in mind. This is what I know from him, him. Yeah. and this is what I know from one sided. And obviously, that's the only way you can ever have it. I can't go to her and talk to her and interview her and be like, "Motherfucker, what's up with your marriage?" She probably you can, like, "Girl, we be." Kidding. You can only go. You can. I can only go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the fuck that nigga Andre told you, but we be kicking it. But we the re- next flick. You know what? Because you know they can't say that shit right. We be net, net, net. What'd you say, girl? There's certain, there's certain, there's certain things. There's certain things I can only go by. Again, when I was married, and my husband was doing the exact same thing that he does. Me and his marriage wasn't. We we were not anything. He 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 did whatever the fuck he wanted to do because our marriage was over. It was no marriage. We were together to take okay. care of our kids and our bills. Okay. So him coming and going and doing the sh- doing the exact same thing, coming home the next morning, said, whatever. It was I didn't I didn't have. But, but you said that was only not to cut you off. But you said you said that was only until you were able, I guess, financially. Or had the resources no, 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 to no, get no, a divorce. No, it was no, just no, basically no, no, a marriage no, 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 with no, divorce no. pending. No, no, no. No. Y'all this was, sleeping on separately? This was, we started sleeping separately for like a year before I asked for a divorce. What? But years before. Who does that? But years before. Years, what the fuck? Years, I mean, seriously. <laughs> who the fuck be like, I still want to be married to you, but I ain't going to fuck you or lay next to you? He was with somebody else. Then that was the day I would have asked for a divorce. I divorce would have been pending. But that's you. I didn't ask for a divorce because I wasn't ready at the time. You, I so knew, you accepted I the knew fact exactly. that he was Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you accepted I had the a, fact shit. I had a plan of my own that had shit to do with what the fuck he was doing. 
And it, it, it didn't include having a side nigga of your own. No, I never. At the time. I never had. So it was like, yeah, nigga, I know you fucking the, somebody else, but you ain't gonna fuck me no for more. For the so 14 years that, that we were together, I Ask never had sex with nobody else. Money. That old shit. No, I never did any of that. There no, was but I'm no, saying, like, no, you knew he, there you was said no, you knew he was fucking another And there chick, was right? no animosity or, or okay, anything. Okay, yeah, I'm just exaggerating there making was the no, shit colorful. There was but no the point nothing, I'm making because is... Because I, I had already accepted... You had conscious knowledge that he was fucking another yes, chick. Yes, I had already accepted that our And so, at that point, over. you said, you know what? You ain't fucking me no more. No, I did not say anything. It's just we didn't have that type of relationship. We did not have the type of relationship that warranted sex. We were not friends. We would be in the same house and would not say a fucking word. He would be in his room and I would be in another room. We didn't have a Y'all relationship. Exactly. Okay. Well, because we this. were not in a position. Neither one of us were in a position to get a divorce. Let's, let's, let's flip it. And okay. I don't know if you touched on this earlier. When is a side chick justified? When is it justified to have a side chick? Now, you kind of touched on it earlier. When is when, it justified? Or, or, what or do, do you, you mean agree? by that? Let, no. Okay. Let's put it like this. Do you agree? This is what I want you to hear, Wade. Do you agree that men should have, are entitled to, or is okay with having a side chick? Pick I do three. not. I do not feel like they are entitled, and I do not feel like they should. But but I understand why they do, and I don't. And and, and when it happens, when it happens, I do not <laughs> feel like. Oh, he just a dog. He just selfish. He ain't shit. There are reason, motivating factors. I feel like there's there there there. It is. I absolutely so feel that way. So that way, like right now with your boyfriend and your relationship, if he were to get a side woman, you feel as though it would be wrong because you provide him what he needs. And no, I feel like it would be wrong because we agreed that that was not something that we were but, going to do. If he got another woman, at that point, it's something that he ain't getting from me, and I'm cool with that. We need to, we, we can part ways. I'm okay with that. If, but, if, if the agreement is, okay. But what if this, a nigga just greedy? But, 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 but you, you, you keep going back to okay. this agreement where every woman wants the agreement of don't be with another woman. And if you fucking me... Shit. And he honored that shit. Don't fuck nobody else. That's generally. Remember how I said that. Generally, it goes to a point. Said, but generally, it goes to a point where a woman be like, okay, I can't, I can't take this no more. I like you, okay. but I can't Let take me. this no more. Okay. And this right now and no more. Generally, when I'm told that is, I need exclusivity. Yes. And I generally don't yes. say, all right, I'm gonna get that to you. Right. I say, I feel you. <laughs> and that's generally the crossroads because I don't make the agreement. Oh shit! They can say I feel you. It's just like I okay, love you. Okay, so what are you asking? Okay, no, what so, I'm trying to say is that agreement exists with oh, every, with most of the relationships where guys have side women. So I'm I'm saying like, why would it bother you so much as somebody that thinks as though side side chicks would be necessary if your man had a side chick? Okay. Why would that bother you? Why would you leave him under those grounds? Again, I have to go back to the original question was, you wanted me to explain his version of his marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Why he got married. Mm -hmm. His version of, and I'll continue to say his version because that's what I have and that's what seems to be the... the That's the basis of your whole thought process, argument. No, 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 no. I'm just explaining... No, it's not. I'm explaining to you why Everything he tells. No, it is not. I'm explaining to you why he's saying he got okay. married. 
Okay. Um, why I'm doing what I'm doing is purely my own selfish reasons. I fucking like him. That's why I'm fucking. It. It, oh, it, all, that all of that is whatever. It's what we get saying, from each yeah. other. Period. I mean, if I didn't like him and I wasn't interested in him and he wasn't providing something to me, I wouldn't be dealing with him. Married or single. That's irrelevant. The married part is irrelevant. It is what I, I mean. I can go out here and be with a single dude. I don't. I don't. Okay. I'd be fucking with him. So the so, reason so that you his, you you standing tall on the whole it being married is irrelevant, and then also trying to stand tall on the agreement is weird let because me, it's like no 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 you want me, him to honor the agreement, but you don't but you, honor the agreement. But don't agree of, with his wife. Don't honor yeah. that because real I shit. don't feel like he has an agreement with his wife. He and I have had but the feel discussion. Like it's based no, upon he what he's I, told you. He, hey, what else can I go on? What else can I go Just on? Just practicality. I get or life no, experience. But practicality my, but, would tell me exactly. But my, but my life. I mean, it's just but like, my life yeah, experience. Put yourself in her position. I was say, in you. her position. Is what you're not hearing. I hear and, and, and you saying go by by by. But life I'm just saying it's like if I was that I bitch. Experience the shit. But so niggas I lie know. and niggas lie. Bitches lie too. And you find as hell and a nigga will lie to get the pussy and to stay in the pussy. But. Man, With, okay, so basically what you're saying is my experience. It's almost like you're discounting no, the no. fact that I was in her shoes and I no, and no, no, I no. was I've experienced the shit. So I can understand right. why their situation is. But what from it a is. man, I'm speaking from the man perspective. Now you can you can draw a reference on being in her position he and being never married. Told me he was married. He didn't I get have to that. tell me that. But shit. I'm telling you from a man perspective, if you find as hell. And I like the pussy, and the sex is good, and we get along, and I can have my cake and then too. I'm gonna tell you what the fuck you wanna hear to keep you happy and appeased. Maceo gonna give a little context to each person. I'm gonna list the name, and Maceo gonna give you the context of the type of marriage you would have, even though you got your own preconceived notion about it. Okay. He's gonna be your therapist <clears throat> right now. All right, Maceo, you ready? Yes, sir. All right. So the first one we got, Uncle Phil. What type of relationship would she have with Uncle Phil? Yeah. <clears throat> I think it'll be real. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it'll be uh, based off what you see on TV. I think it's going to be like kind of straightforward, you know, uh, lightweight, boring, borderline boring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be uh, I do this. You're going to have your specific role. I think you're going to play. You know, <clears throat> I don't think it'll be that that gender role rehearsal and stuff like but that. There's gonna be some boundaries. In terms of the relationship, no, I mean like you'll be doing wife duties and he'll be doing like all the manly stuff, okay. you know, stuff like that. I don't think it'll be like those, uh, you know, those cross gender type of uh, roles that the people have. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he don't. I mean, shit, he wasn't really athletic, wasn't really outgoing, business, come home, typical, you know. Go to work, come home, deal with the family, and go do his thing type of thing. All right. So, yeah, I think it'll be kind of whack, really, but, you know. All right, James Evans. Oh, shit. What type of relationship <laughs> with James? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's all he said every episode. Oh, baby. Never have a job. In between, no, he had a job. In between jobs, <clears throat> sixth grade education. So, you're going to deal with, uh, he also had credit problems in a couple episodes. So, Potential issues with credit, <laughs> uh, income restrictions, uh, financial restrictions. Uh, <clears throat> but in terms of his character, high character, uh, strong family values, uh, you know, uh, prominent male figure. Um, 
let's see. Uh, I think he was loving, um, flirtatious, you know, affectionate, stern, strict. <clears throat> Excuse me, like that. So, yeah, I think, you know, give or take a couple more things, you know, a couple other intangibles. But, yeah, I think it will be kind of, you know, and he was kind of volatile, too. Like, he, you know, a lot of yelling and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah. if you like a woman that kind of shake, you know, when somebody yell and scream, you know. And he tapped that ass a couple times. You ain't see them episodes when he hit Florida on the ass? <laughs> he tapped that but, see, shit. that was that that was that precursor to them going to that back bedroom. That's what that was. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who else we got, Way? We got Cliff Huxtable. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Not Damn. Bill Cosby, Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> yeah, the Cos. Uh, yeah, let me see. Cliff Huxtable. I don't know, man. I think he was strong, um, uh, similar to, to James, and I guess kind of Uncle Phil, too. I think Cliff Huxtable had strong family values. Um, I think he was, uh, <clears throat> obviously, you know, the this whole, you know, work from home, the whole, you know, medical profession running from home. So he was, you know, career uh, minded, oriented, <clears throat> oriented. Um, let me see. Strong family values. I said that uh, I, I guess on the show, he had like a lot of moral. F- you know what? He kind of is like a balance between James Evans and Uncle Phil when you think about it. <clears throat> yeah, I give you that. I give you that. I like, think he did. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, like like that medium. Now we never see him really go off like James. Right. But that's he will, what I mean. But he will. You He'll know, check speak his kids check real his quick. Kids. I think Claire had that more like she was like the disciplinarian, so to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially when it came to the kids. <clears throat> um, I think they swap roles quite often. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he valued tra- family tradition, um, you know, and I think he wanted to, education was very important in their family, you know, and um, yeah. What else can I say about Kaz? I mean, you know, he was cool, sense of humor and all other good, good stuff, so yeah. Who else we got? Hold on, hold on. All right, we got... <laughs> The second guest in full effect now. Mahogany, how you feeling? I feel really good. All right, we are going with the last black father. We went through Uncle Phil. We went through James Evans. We went through Cliff Huxtable. And the last one is Fred Sanford, oh, the damn. black father of black fathers. Macy, I'll give an assessment of the type of relationship they would have with my man Fred G. God damn. I mean, shit, man. I mean, he was an entrepreneur. Sense of humor, fun, but he was flirtatious. Always into some shit, bad with money, take chances, kept a sloppy household, racist. <laughs> I mean, shit, I don't know. I mean, it's all kind of shit you might end up cool. getting involved in, being married to him. Um, yeah, what else? I mean, he only had one kid. Couldn't, mm-hmm. yeah. He was grown, so you ain't that we know that. of. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> True. Well, that one episode. <laughs> yeah, he only had the one. Didn't want to. He had like attachment um, issues. You know, he didn't want to let Lamont go. Always yeah. had faking heart attacks and making up excuses to keep him in the house. So, yeah. But I guess if you married, that may change. All right. So, with those options, you got Uncle Phil, you got James Evans. You got Cliff Huxtable. You got Fred G. Ashley, who you taking? I'm going with Cliff Huxtable. Mm. The cause. Yeah. Is that because he a doctor? No, it's and because... And you want the bag? 
Well, if that's the case, I don't went with Uncle Phil. True. Because I feel like Uncle Phil had more money than the judge. Yeah, yeah. he, he did. So? Yeah, he had more money. Yeah, <coughs> he had stock portfolios and stuff. Because so. of Beverly Hills. Oh, he had stock portfolios. He was in the country club. Cliff wasn't doing none of that. Good point. Good point. But he did yeah, have but, a dope but, ass apartment in New York. Brownstone. <laughs> he was. He stayed in a coochie sweater. And you know he was attached to the HBCU. Right. He was That's always giving back. So. Right. You know, he got some alumni. I think al- he, alumni. He, alumni. <laughs> you might want to put the cup down. Like Just put the cup down. That's, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but he was that perfect balance, you know? He didn't, like, try to overstep what his wife did. He he. They played. They did that together. They raised some kids together. It wasn't like what he said went. They talked. They, you know, made decisions together. If she went off, he let her, ha- you know, do that. If he had to step up, she let him do that. Oh, so you're a woman that likes to venture <coughs> off. No, I mean, I mean, that's what you're saying. No, no, I mean, like towards the kid, like mm. if she in a relationship mm. and in a family, if she had to step up and take care of something, you know, he didn't step on her toes to tell her, you know, you the woman, chill out. He he let her do what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why Theo had a messed up shirt? <laughs> the Gordon Gartrell. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was wet. All right, Mahogany, <clears throat> who you pick? Um, I can already tell. I would have to say Cliff, but you know what? I, I love the way that Uncle Phil doted on Aunt Viv. Yeah. Like he con they constantly were showing affection towards each other. Now, he was kind of a jerk. No, Aunt Viv. I was about to say, Aunt Viv nah, dark skinned Aunt Viv. He was he was straight on light skinned Aunt Viv. I think but so. But dark skinned Aunt okay, Viv, right, he was right. loving on some dark yeah. skinned Aunt Viv. So I, I think as a as a wife, I would prefer to be in a marriage with Uncle Phil. As a wife, as a if I had to be parented by someone, I would want to be parented by Cliff. Uncle Phil as opposed to Cliff. Hudson? No, if I if, if if I was a kid, it's like no, I would want to be parented. I would want Cliff Huxley to be my dad. Okay. But as a wife, I take I take Phil. Uncle Cliff. All right, all right, all right. What about a dating situation? Which one? Yeah. You know what, Uncle Phil? Really? Yeah. I, now, if you think about those episodes, it was hardly any. It was hardly any intimacy between Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil. See, I feel like, like no, Cliff, I just saw that. I just saw no, one. It, but I the feel Huxtables, like every episode, was Cliff and his scene, wife, like, under the covers, yeah, 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 they was always in the bed. That's true. That's true. They was always going on dates. They was always doing something. He was taking. He was sending her off on vacations and stuff, taking her on trips. Yeah, innuendo and all that. But Uncle Phil, I don't even think. I saw Uncle Phil. No, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv. Has he ever kissed Aunt Viv on the episode? They 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 definitely had moments where they was in robes and was like, all right, Pookie, you know what I'm saying? They it, had they had a couple bed scenes, you know. Yeah. Uncle Phil. You remember? Yeah. The, look, okay. You remember the one when she came out with the little negligee on, but his mama was there and he was worried about her, so he ain't really get it in. But <laughs> I don't remember that. And then it was the one where mm-hmm. she they had, were far and in between. Though. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll okay, give you so that because yeah, I probably don't remember that, that one. That does that does flip it because Cliff Huxtable sometimes he was just so corny. But I think that's what made nice. her. That's what made their relationship the fact that he was so corny. He was willing to be corny for his relationship. You think so? Or was he just corny? (laughs) 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 All right. Well, I mean, when you've been with somebody since you was like 12 years old, you know, you you were 65 at that time. How you go? Yeah, how you go, But Searching for Claire Huxtable, as we know, is one of the anchor podcasts of this network. And uh, we the anchor co- uh, podcast, the. <laughs> <laughs> like the Ohio State University, that bullshit they <laughs> say is the anchor podcast. Well, uh, we have we listeners. started it all, man. Come on, we have listeners, listeners 
right now in effect on this special special episode this is a part two of age ain't nothing but a number this is part two of age ain't nothing but a number first we had the uh older guests uh in here talking talking a lot Cash of shit. shit yes yes yolanda <laughs> and dawn came mm-hmm. in here especially yolanda when um it was it was getting wild it was getting wild. She was like, "You don't uh, do this. You ain't never let a man." And, I was like, uh, no, "Hell no, nah. <laughs> hell no." Nah. She's like, "You ain't never let a." <laughs> I, was I like, definitely don't expect to get this on this flip side of it, but nah. we may be surprised about uh, what the taste and sensibilities of these young women are, who are also podcasters on the network. These are artists, creatives, beautiful young women. Asia, Aaron, Asia, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. Yes, yes, that's good to be. Erin, how you feeling? I'm pretty good. All right, you've been smiling and cheesing through nervousness, but we're yes. loving it. we loving it, the vibe, the Aaron feel. Aaron feel. And you out here with your friend and homie with a couple accoutrements, the uh, distillery vodka in full effect and, <laughs> and lemonade. She killed it's it. Like, Calypso, we, baby. We was, about to, uh, we was about to ID y'all. We just went on and let it slide. Let's not. All right, so age ain't nothing but a number. Question number one, age range, the dating age range. What's the window? Uh, two windows, actually. And this was Maceo's question originally. But the first window is, who? what's the oldest you've dated and the youngest you've dated? Part two of this window question is, what is the oldest you would date and the youngest you would date? Okay, I'll start. Um, the oldest I've dated is 31. And the youngest I've dated was 21. And I think the oldest that I would date is about 35, maybe. maybe. I'm in there. I'm in there. <laughs> okay, youngest. Okay. Youngest you would date, Aaron. Oh, the youngest. Uh, 21. <laughs> okay. I don't even know who's in there. Who's that? They have to be able to drink. They have to be able to drink. Yeah. I don't even know if that's Get Lonzo into places where <laughs> I just be like, yeah. oh, Barely. dang, that's so sad. You can't I make it 20. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's 21. All right, no, so let's see. Like I don't know who would be 21. I don't want him anyway. Nah. Uh, you nah. ain't trying to be in the ball family? I'm not. Nah. You too good for LeVar and them? First of all. You in the ball family. That LeVar is an immediate guest. Niggas not even easy on the eyes. You know what? Uh, he looked like and honestly, he, a little, he looked he like right? a cross between like Drake and Screech. <laughs> he does. Wait, he does. Like he if does. you look at him, he, he looked like a cross <laughs> between Drake, Drake and Screech because he got that like that. The curly like, Jewish God. And then he got them Drake, Drake complexion and that Drake face. Yes. It's like Drake and with Screech, the, man. With the long ass chin. Yes. yes. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. You yeah. check it from that connection. That's that DNA hey. that's gonna be oh all up in gosh. your kid if you decide Ooh. to have a baby with him. All right. So, oh hell no. Asia, question for you. <laughs> age window <laughs> as y'all throwing, ugly. throwing the ball family <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the youngest was 24. The oldest is 29. Um, the oldest that I will date, 32. You know, that's. I feel like that's a decent age. Okay. Okay. All right, and then you guys' ages. I'm 23. 23. All right, how do you like being 23? You remember 23, Maceo? <laughs> you remember 23, Maceo? Yeah. Well, yeah, 23 is an interesting age. How is it a memorable it age? How? I mean, exactly it was cool. 21. It was the weirdness. It was, yeah, I guess, like she said, it was kind of between 21 and 25. So you like, you were more than 21, less than 25. So mm-hmm. it's like that. 
the 25, 30, maybe 35 and 40, you know, those kind of milestone birthdays. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was just kind of like if you were in college, you know, you finishing up college or your first year out and, um, you know, you, yeah, like you were saying, you, if I was 23, I wouldn't be dating anyone that's like 17, 18. I just couldn't. It'd be too much of a gap. Oh, hell no. Because I feel like I would be close to 25, which is closer to 30. Yep, you about but 30. Somebody so 18 is just, is either in high school or just left high school. And then be like, nah, I'm sweating. What, what would y'all have in common? At 23? Oh, hell no. Nah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I was. I mean, serious as in, you know, it was probably. <laughs> she thought they was in a serious relationship. Well, it was working out. You know. You know, it was, they were working out and stuff, but. <laughs> She was it's committed. like the mentality of a 23-year-old 23 23-year-old 23 thinking they're in a serious relationship. I mean, okay. you ain't doing shit, but going to movies and going to Applebee's and shit like that. Oh, uh, no, fucking. don't take me to Applebee's. You, I'm you just saying. It's that kind of shit. You say you lose. Don't take me to Applebee's. You, you can't go to Friday's. Well, you good no. no, you going to Applebee's. No, I'll you go to Friday's. Well, first of all. <laughs> I'm just on the same tier. What the hell? First of all, first of all, I can't eat shit at Applebee's. I'm vegan. Okay. So, I mean. Fridays, but that's why I know Applebee's. But it's still Fridays at least has a vegan burger and they have nice drinks. Fridays has a vegan burger. Yes, the Beyond Meat burger. I never Shout even out to knew Fridays. That. Applebee's. Why not Red Robin? You like Red Robin? They I can't eat food. Red Robin. Well, they got vegan burgers there. Hey, we could just. Yeah, I didn't there. know they even had. Take her to Club Fridays. <laughs> Oh, oh you talking about the one by Fireline, but it's a club. <laughs> no, afterwards? the Ten Mile. Oh, <laughs> no, the one in Southfield. Oh, the, oh, the one in Southfield. They is some niggas. <laughs> they she said niggas. <laughs> they are you walk terrible. Up there, they got a DJ and everything. <laughs> the one on Fair, the one by Fairline has a DJ. You got to get a car to even get in. Hey, Club Fridays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ain't know they had the DJ too at uh, oh, Ten Mile. That's where it started. Yeah, that's well, where Alan Ivor started. Alan yeah. Ivor used to be up in there. <laughs> that's where, uh, wasn't that nigga, I'm nigga? That statement started there. Uh, no, I, did, I started nigga, I'm nigga. I know, but remember it was a fight at Friday. Oh, yeah, no. You like, don't remember Yeah, this? yeah, yeah, no, I was telling the story. He was like, nigga, nigga, I'm nigga. Nigga, nigga, nigga. And I was just like, then all of a sudden it just became the dope yeah, shit. Somebody got kicked out of Club Friday. Yeah, all that. Uh, that's what started that statement. Yeah. <laughs> so... So with this, 23, what are you all looking for in dating, relationship, love? Erin, we're going to start with you. Honestly, I don't know what I'm looking for. Um, Sounds about right. <laughs> I'm, I just started, like, considering seriously dating people. Okay. So I mean, it's really up in the air. What are what are the boundaries that you that you would set for something serious? What are your expectations? Yeah, yeah. You don't even know. I oh. don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay, like okay. So would you be open to shacking up with a guy? Like if y'all was if y'all dated <laughs> if y'all dated for like uh, let's see, were you twenty three? If y'all dated for like about eight months, and then it's like. Your lease is up. My lease is up. I'm just saying, you know, we can get this real good spot in Midtown. What you think? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to share my space with anybody. Smart move. I, it, I, I would be against that. Don't I mean, you can, like, nobody. visit every now and then, but I just don't. I just want freedom. <laughs> Weekend pass. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you give, uh, would you give a, a, a set of keys to a guy? No. No, no that's too much access mm -hmm. to my Six house. Months. 
Now, this is somebody you're in a serious relationship with, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't just talk about somebody you... No, I'm saying... Six months? This is too early, my God. This is too early. I say six months. I six months. I'm saying six months. He said six months. Oh, yeah. One year. Y'all been together for a year. He don't deserve a key? Nah. I mean, I guess for yeah. emergency. So, so, yeah. <laughs> so is it more about where you see the relationship or is it more about you feeling that your freedom is being imposed upon? Your freedom to date other people <laughs> or just, you know, detach yourself from the... Well, I think it would depend on the person. So if we're like super serious and I like completely trust the person, I'll give them a key for emergencies. I don't want them to just use that. <laughs> Just Emergencies. like you know, just be walking up in my house. And I'm just like chilling. Just all right. So, the key for an emergency. What emergency do qualifies? You think, yeah, yeah, yeah. As key emergency, or is it just more so like a consideration of access? Like maybe he wants to come over and make you dinner, uh, clean the house, uh, clean my house, please. I mean, yeah, he could do that. He just yeah, have to see. tell me about it in advance. He had to tell you about it, so he couldn't abuse key privileges. He couldn't, no. He couldn't be like, hey, you know, your house is closest to the gym. I just wanted to shower, so. Oh, wait, yeah. 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 If he tells me, see, that's telling me. Okay. So what is it. what is it that you have to hide? Nothing. I just, my space. Okay. I got you. <laughs> now, all right, about his key and key privileges. If he If he wanted to give you a key before a year, would you accept it or would you say, nah, that's just moving too fast? I'll accept it, but I will. I would do the same. Like I will tell him if I'm stopping by his place, or like, you know, I'm not just gonna pop up mm-hmm. and enter his space. Yeah. It was just- so okay. those would be, you know, I guess parameters that you would discuss during the key exchange, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. the key exchange happens around your age. Like that's when. That's when shacking generally begins. Like, do you guys have friends that uh, are, are staying, shacking up with others? I had a friend. She's no longer, like, shacking, shacking up. She what, was. Like, what, why? What was the, uh, what, how did the shacking end? They broke up and yeah. then she moved out. Yeah. Yeah. That can get very yeah. colorful. That <laughs> and can then, get very colorful. Yeah. Especially when, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm going to bring mine to add to yours and then it's things that you buy together you know and then it's like well you're gonna have to you ever heard that old and what not ever heard but you ever if you've ever been through that conversation where i'm gonna have to buy you out of the couch buy you out of the couch buy you out of the weirdest conversation i think they're ashamed they're ashamed like she took the internet because that's what she was paying for like the internet and cable And she just called them and cut that off yeah, real quick. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what the hell? And it's like, well, we, you know, we, we bought this together and you got to give me my half of the couch and you got to give me. And then it's like, oh, I want that shit anyway. <laughs> okay. You know, fuck that shit. So, Asia, same type of questions. Uh, six months. See, <clears throat> I like my own space. Um, I'm not looking for uh, a serious relationship right now. Okay. Um, but I do know, like, like even if I'm not looking for a serious relationship, I'm not trying so. to just be with like just some stupid, stupid dude. Like, you gotta have like the things that I would want in a relationship. But I'm not about to date. <laughs> you want you. a pseudo relationship? <laughs> I'm not about to date you. But, that's, but at 23, 
in, in reality, at any age, really, if what's uh, what is the like, what's the reasoning behind not wanting to be in a serious relationship? Because I got so much stuff going on. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have time to please you. I don't have time to 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 listen to your needs and. I don't know. I mean, you're going to be selfish right now. Yeah, I'm definitely being selfish right now. I got too many things going on for my own self. I'm definitely just being selfish. Now, now I'm we're going to like I guess role play cuz yeah. I know guys. Yeah. So you tell me that and then I say I hear what you're saying, but I'll accept whatever you are because I want to be with you. What do you tell them? Um, I tell them, "Yeah, well, I told you what's going on. I mean, even right now, there's somebody that's I know, because I know guys. There's somebody right now that's just way overstepping their boundaries. Like, I've talked about this with Aaron. Nigga told me he missed me after the first day he met me. I'm like, whoa, I don't even know you. <laughs> like, I'm not about to say that shit back. Maceo is shaking his head right here. <laughs> like, I don't know why he's shaking his head. Like, dude should just not say that shit. Like, you shouldn't say that shit within... He said it three times within an hour. So you see that as a red flag. Yeah. Okay, so what is your next step? Cut it off? Uh, Well, I told him. I said, well, I don't know why you're saying that because I I don't even know you. Okay, right. And what was his response? He didn't acknowledge that I said it. He didn't. He just continued to like, she she told me to text. (laughs) He just like, he kind of just like glanced over and was like, okay, but where are you right now? Okay. Um, So so to me, those are the... uh, and this Red is the this is the twenty nine year old. Okay, yeah. right. So I can tell you right now, he may or I can't really say for sure, but it sounds like he may be looking for something a little bit more serious. But if not, those are the red flags that you know you see in a relation or the you know whatever situationship that you're yep. in. So I would say just cut it off, cut your losses right now, because mm-hmm. if you you know brought it to his attention, like dude, you need to slow down. I'm not feeling you like that, and it's too early for you to be feeling me like this. And then you're getting that possessive type vibe from him. Like, you know, he want to know your every movement and all the other kind of stuff. Then that's, to me, nip that shit in the bud. Because yeah. you have a stalker on your hands. So, so like- Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast. And don't miss listening into the real on dating, relationships, and sex from a black man's perspective to and with black women.